Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn on your lights, snuggle in, and press play. The story is going to take your mind off of things, things that keep you up at night, and allow you to drift off into dreamland. If you're your first time here, just give it a try and, and see how it works for you. It's a little bit weird. We can be a little bit silly here. But my number one goal is to help you fall asleep. And in the spirit of that, I got a big time apology to send out to both longtime viewers and new longtime listeners and new listeners. I um, about two weeks ago we changed our RSS feed, and it looks like there was many complications with this because I I was doing my best, but I don't know that I really, to be honest with you, knew 100% what I was doing. So it looks like a couple Tuesday episodes have not got on on time. They've either it looks like I'm pretty sure when I double checked I, today, the Tuesday went episode went out on today, which is Wednesday, April second. So I apologize for late episodes, and I also apologize for missing episodes. Uh, it looks like also iTunes and the podcasting app, the other than iTunes I have on my phone, were only uh, displaying the last ten episodes, and I think I made changes to that. Should it'll show all of our episodes. So I apologize if you, if you saw only, you know, I apologize. I didn't hear any complaints, but I'm apologizing because I, I feel like I want episodes out and available on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday nights. And that's a commitment I make. And I, I honestly, I make sure the episodes are ready. I make sure the episodes are edited. But then the third part of the process, I screwed up. No joke. No, no, that's no laughing matter. Because if you rely on me to help us help you fall asleep, I, that's a sacred promise. So I, I apologize, and if everything isn't back to normal now in April, please email me and let me know. If there's not episodes up, or I'm not on time. Don't be afraid to blast me. Or if you have any other feedback, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or at dearest dearest scooter on Twitter. If you hit me on Twitter. Uh, that might be the fastest way. Everything should be back to normal. There should be episodes up Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday nights around 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific t- Pacific Daylight Time. Is that where we're in now? If you're new, sorry I had to sit through that apology, but I'm here trying to big, bring you the most the highest quality content that will bore you to sleep possible. So that's that's it. Uh, this is Sleep With Me Podcast, and that was a jumble of a fucking opener. But let's get on to the show. Tonight we have another episode of Get Vessels, the tale of Richard Warren, Sears, and James Cash Pennies as their escape from purgatory and return to Earth to seek vengeance on Jeff Vessels internet entrepreneur and founder of Amazon.com who crumbled their retail empires, or so they feel. Older episodes can be found at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash getbesos, B-E-S-O-S, or ideally, if, 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 my, if I managed to back up my apology from earlier in the episode, wherever you consume your podcasts. All right. 
When we last left off, James Cash Penny, Richard Warren Sears, and Freddie Sprague, that rhymes with reggae, had just escaped from hell on the highway from hell. So the boys had just escaped from hell. And now we're back with another episode of Get Vassos. Tonight's episode starts in the hotel suite where James and Richard have been staying in the in somewhere in Seattle, in the state of Washington. It looks like they've like done a self-park with the bus and they're just recovering. And it's the morning after their escape from hell. And James is busy getting dressed and Richard and Freddie are kind of lying around the hotel recovering since R.W. had passed out and the you know, hell takes a lot out of you, whether you're just a guest like R.W. in hell or you're a more permanent resident like Freddie Sprague was. So they're all lying around the hotel room. Meanwhile, James is up. It's probably like 7, 8 in the morning. He's feeling dapper. It's because he had that drive. It helped him decompress hell, driving for nine hours and and helping, you know, distract Freddie Sprague from the fact that his bodily orifices had been penetrated by poison ivy and, and pricker bushes. But now he's on the mend, and they're kind of lying around and getting a good look at James. My gut tells me he's up to something, and I can't totally be sure what he's up to, but even R.W. is his fourth best friend, or better friend, whatever R.W. says. Hey, buddy, uh, what are you getting dressed for? Uh, I thought we'd just uh, relax today, but we call up uh, Amazon later on, you know. And, uh, well, yeah, you know, don't worry, Richie. I'm going to go check in at Amazon, and I want you to keep an eye on Mr. Sprague here, and you guys just, uh, you know, you guys can just, whoa, 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 buddy. I'm not just going to be sitting around the hotel here um, with this clown. I don't know anything about. Why? Excuse me, gentlemen. I'm, uh, I, I'm still unsure of what I'm even doing here. And I, yeah, again, I don't, I'd like to, uh, oh gosh, this, oh, this is, it just feels so good to just be talking to two other people. It just feels so great to be talking. Oh, after being out of hell, I just don't, can I just check? No, 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 you're not just cherishing nothing, you you were in hell for something, you jackass. Oh, man, I was thinking the opposite of the name Kapoop. Is that, uh, James, James, come here, man. Oh, ever since we got out of hell, everything seems so dull. You know that? You notice that? Like, maybe it was, uh, the thrill of, uh, being surrounded by sinners. Real sinners, you know, suffering sinners or whatever you want to call them, uh, or the... The volcanoes, or the fire, or the devils, or that big dog, or that giant snake, I don't know, something, something not right. I just feel so, uh, uh, blah, you know what I'm saying, buddy? Yeah, Richie, Richie, I know exactly, that's why I'm saying, you guys are gonna take it easy. No, 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 it's not taking it easy, I just feel, uh, I don't like to use this word, but desensitized, I heard it on, um... It was that Judge Judy we were watching. Okay, Richie, I got the perfect thing. Now, remember how you were doing those whole email? Go ahead. The hotel's got this laptop here for us. Go ahead and sit down here at the desk. 
Okay, you comfy? Oh yeah, oh yeah. This uh, ah, I'm not comfy, buddy. It's I don't, I don't know if I can be comfy anymore. Just feels uh, okay. Well, don't worry. I got the perfect. Okay, so this here, you know, see that little swirly thing? Double click that. No, no, double click. Not double. Here, let me do it. See, double click. You do that twice. That button. Okay, now. Remember, any place, you're only going to go to one place, and you'll be, this is going to set you up, so it's going to be, go to that little bar that, yeah, just see, you already, you must have, uh, yeah, okay, I'm uh, savvy, tech savvy, okay, buddy? Alright, well, uh, go up there, and you're going to go www, www, okay, dot, period, period, okay, P, P, O, O, R, R, N N H H What what did you say? I couldn't hear it. Okay, okay. That letter. Okay, B. Got it. And then dot. Okay. Okay, I got it. Oh, what the heck? Oh, okay. So just hang out here. You can go ahead and I got some headphones here, and you just go ahead. What a good, but, uh, what? See, there's a list on this side. Okay, so what does that mean? So go ahead and you can just watch them. This will, this will, uh, de desensitize you, okay? So just stay here, and I'll probably be back. I'll check in with you. Okay, I'm good, buddy. You, whoa, whoa. Put on these headphones. Okay, uh, Hintel. Hintel. What the hell? Yeah, let's check it out. All right, Richie, you just stay there. Mr. Sprague, how you doing? Oh, oh, good God. I felt good just to hear you say my name. Um, that oatmeal you gave me, it was, uh, oh, oh, I could taste every bit of oat. Every, every piece of water was so wonderful. I, uh, I, I feel, I, I, be, I ate I, orgasmically. I feel so wonderful. Okay, well, why don't you lie in this bed? Oh, I was sitting on it before when, you know, I slept on the floor last night. It was so nice. After sleeping on the floor of the bus, and then now there's this soft floor here. Okay, so lie in the bed. Okay? And, oh, 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 this bed is so, so. Okay, I just, no comment. I don't need a running commentary, okay? I got stuff I need to take care of. But... What you're going to do is you're going to lie in this bed, and we have a, now stay in the bed. Okay, this is a, I can't get into everything, but I'm going to put it on this thing. It's called the the house and garden channel. Okay. Ooh, oh, but what do you mean a house and garden channel? It's 24-hour television station dedicated to homes with gardens. Okay? So that's all you're going to do. It's just, just stay here. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 what are they doing? This is one of those, uh, it's called uh, garden grouches. It's like um, they go and they take people that are unhappy. Don't worry about it, just watch it, okay? So James gets those two situated with their own distractions, we'll say, and he bolts and heads over to Amazon headquarters. And he drives up, he, uh, he calls himself a cab, and hops in the cab, 
heads over to Amazon headquarters, gets to the headquarters, checks in with the security guard, and security, he's like, yeah, I'm, um, Mr. Pen, I mean, Mr. Uh, Ibex, Larry Ibex here to see, uh, to see, uh, Mr. La- Larry Ibex, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm here for a meeting. And the security punch, no, I'm sorry, you don't have clearance anymore to enter the building, sir. What, what do you mean I, I don't have, uh, I'm here to see Fred. You know Fred? Fred, he was in charge. Okay, one second, sir. Uh, I'll be right with you. So the security guard, security guard makes a couple calls, and then Fred comes down, who's like the lowest member of the inner circle, as we said, of the, this Amazon inner circle that supposedly James... And Richie were part of it. And Fred comes in, and Jim's like, "Fred, what's going on, buddy? Freddy, we got I got another. Who wouldn't believe it? But I I'm, I ran across another Freddy. But I'll call you Fred from now. So Fred, what's going on? And they uh, said, "I'm a Mr. Ibex. What happened? We've been trying to get a hold of you guys. You, we had the presentation it was two days ago. Yeah, we had a we had some stuff that came up an emergency." After that haunted house, remember the haunted house? I had a I had a heart malfunction because I was so afraid. Well, well Mr. Ibex, that's not acceptable. What do you mean it's not acceptable? Well, we you had a presentation and it was a conference call with Mr. Bessos, and you weren't there, so you're gone. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean I'm gone? What do you mean I'm gone? He, Mr. Bessos has already bought our. Well, he's just going to divest himself of your stock. We're going to, we're going to kind of resell it back to you or something. I don't know the, but Mr. Abex, I mean, it was great working with you. We've never really worked with you. We just hazed you and tested you, but you seemed, and then I picked you up when you were at that. But anyway, yeah. So that's it. Well, no, no. You, what do you mean? No, no, no. Even I can't just fire some, you can't just get rid of me. We need some kind of hearing. Like, let me talk to Bessos or somebody. So, no, we, we don't hear it. Amazon, we don't believe in. There's no second chances. If you let the company down, if you let the inner circle down, the inner circle closes you out, sir. I mean, what, what do you think? You think we just let anybody in? Well, remember... We passed our test with flying colors. Remember we had all that, like, where I was tricking you guys and saying he was crazy and I was acting all crazy, remember? Yeah, but Mr. Ibex... Okay, Fred, I need to talk to someone higher up, okay? Because I have... We didn't... We only told you guys about Darian's math stuff. We didn't tell you about the other stuff. We have, like, stuff like... I have power sources and sources of... We have more stuff that we were going to offer you guys. Share, just because we were part of the inner circle. Share and share alike, right, Fred? Yeah, but Mr. Ibex, I I think this... Okay, well, just find me someone. I just need five minutes of their time. And I'll I'll just pitch them on these ideas. And if you guys decide to pass, that's fine. But, you know, if I go down to, uh, what, Cupertino or wherever Apple is, you know, and I pitch them, what do you think that... What do you think... Mr. Pest is going to say when these, I mean, we're talking about alternative power sources here. You know, I know why you guys got these hot servers and all that. We got those problems solved, Fred. Okay, Mr. Ibex, I'll be back. So Fred goes back in. He makes a couple calls from the security desk. And then Fred comes back out. and he, He's like, uh, all right, Mr. Ibex, I have a meeting for you uh, with someone higher up than me. So they go back into the office. 
and they take an elevator up, and he's like, puts James in a conference room. He's like, just wait here. So James is sitting around. So Fred comes back out. He's like, I can get you a meeting, but you know we gotta take take you in through security, like a regular person. I'm not sure you're. He's like, I'm not sure you're in the uh, inner circle anymore. Okay. So James puts his briefcase through uh, security, and security guard is like, what the heck is in here? It comes up. He's like, I'm going to need you to open this briefcase, sir. So he opens it up, and the security guard in front of there, and inside, James had taken everything with him. So he had the horn of Jethro there, and he had this little devil's pitchfork that was for one of the little mini devil guys, and then he had his Miss Piggy lunchbox, which contained slush from the part of hell, the third hell zone, gluttony. And the security guy's like, what about this fork for? What is this? Uh? He goes, oh, no, it's like, uh, it's a two, you know, it's a magical. James is like, it's for, uh, it's a PowerPoint thing. It's for, for PowerPoint, right, Fred? Yeah. And then that's my lunch. And the other thing is a horn. What do you mean? You don't. So the security guy, oh, whatever. Just take it. Just, uh, uh, you know, Fred, are you going to be responsible for that strange fork, red fork? All right, go ahead, boys. Go ahead, go ahead. So he takes James up, throws him in a conference room, and James is waiting there. And then the conference room door opens, and who comes in? But Miss Bessos. And she's looking beautiful. Beautiful. James sees her, and his heart starts pitter-pattering. And he feels a little swoony in the knees. But he's trying to play cool. She goes, oh, M- Mr. Uh, Ibex. Goes, oh, no, no, you could call me James. She goes, oh, well, I thought Larry, I remember Larry Ibex, right? Well, yeah, call me Cash. No, you know what, call me Cash. You can call me Cash. Near Miss Bessos, correct? Yes, uh, Cash. Remember we met at the, you were looking, remember you told me about the rainforests and the matrilines and the, and the blackfish orcas? Yeah, okay, Mr. Mr. Ibex, Cash Ibex, Cash, um, what is this regarding? Because it seems like we've terminated all our contracts with you, and all your security clearances have been removed, and Fred said you need to, you, you, well, listen, uh, Miss Bessos, Wanted to talk. I'm still curious about this. The temperate rain for... Okay. Mr. Ibex Cash. Please. I need to know what this... Well, I have some power... I have some solutions for you guys. Some power and some control. Yeah. Could you be more specific about that? Well, I could, but why don't we sit down? Could we sit down? This is a... This is a table and chairs here. So they sit down, and then she she says, "You know, I, I really don't think there's any reason for us to be meeting, Mister Mister Ibex. So, what, I need you to get right to the point because I have uh, other Miss Bessos. So is it the same Bessos as uh, the founder Bessos? Is it is that okay, Mister Cash? What specifically are you here to offer us? You said you had stuff other than." The algorithms designed by your uh, associate Darian that were backing the uh, Coffee Cash software or whatever it was called, Coffee Q, Coffee Q software. So I need you to get into specifics. I'm not here to have my time wasted. When I look at 
when I look at rainforests or orca whales or stare at houses that's on my own time. The Sears, Amazon time, okay? So what is it you have to offer? Well, there's an age-old question, my dear, of power and control within families. Who has the power and the control? And then when I think about power and control, I think about the rainforest, and I think about the the pods of orc whales, and, and who has the power there? The matriarch has the power. And who has the power in the rainforest? It's an age-old question that I believe is best answered by time. The passing of time reveals who has the power and control. Okay, Cash, you're wasting my frigging time. I have other obligations, and you, you're offering nothing. I mean, you, your vague attempts to flirt with me or impress me that you were interested in something I had to say, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I need to get back to work, okay? So what the hell are you talking about? Well, I, I was saying about how time is an ultimate arbiter. No. W- okay, Miss Bessos, I, I can see you're upset. And it's clear that I'm not getting to the point and I'm wasting your time. I might even be boring you. But I'm just... A lot of the stuff I was asking for, it is because I'm curious about you. And curiosity helps me answer questions. And, and I'm not just trying to get to know you to for an ulterior motive, but for the pure pleasure of, of doing so. But also so I can meet your needs. So what is your role here at... at Amazon, can I can I can I ask you that? What, Mister Bessels? What, Mister Ibex? Why are you ask? Well, in nature, in the pod, in the orca family, the matriline, matriline, whatever it is you told me, that beautiful night out on the isthmus or peninsula, whatever it was we were, in in that every. Every every creature plays its role. Every 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 orca plays its role. Or in the the rainforest, it, it strikes me that everything is constantly playing a role there. In the the beauty of the temperate rainforest, and that power and control is almost like an illusion, especially as time evolves. Okay, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm going to call security. And we're going to have to ask you to leave. Okay, just give me... What if humans, we don't behave that way? What if we force people into roles? So so I'm just wondering. That's why I ask about your role. It kind of reminds me of what I've been reading about, about these terrible injustices on the poor orca whales where they're forced into these roles or pulled from their family. And said, hey, you're going to be a performer now, and we're going to train you. And we're going to fit this square orca peg into a round hole or whatever it is. And it doesn't work. It might work for a little while, but there's collateral damage. And the damage to the greater orca world and to the the internal makeup of that whale is... Okay, I like what you're saying, Mr. Ibex, and... And I can relate to it, but how is this? I'm going to have immediately have to contact Jeffrey after 
after this and 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 make some sense out of this. So I need okay, what where are you getting at with your power and your control just and your roles? Give me some solutions, please. And Miss Bezos stands and she walks to a window and and she walks back and then she sees that uh Cash's briefcase is open and she sees the Miss Piggy lunchbox and she can't help but smile to herself and it kind of breaks the tension and she doesn't even know she thinks that she she's pretty sure that he he's not doing it on purpose because she had just has an angle to catch it and James is kind of unaware I think even that his briefcase is open so she kind of you know she melts a little bit a little bit of her her guard is let down. She says, listen, I, I want to work with you, okay? I can see we share, or you share an interest in my interest in the whales. We could say that, okay? But this is a company, okay? It's not about what we're interested in. Okay, well, I, I, I realize that, Ms. Bessels. I have a very specific solution for your corporation-wide power problems. What if I told you I, had a pe- I, have a, I have my hands on a piece of technology that could solve your, cor- your, your power problems, reduce your power bills, and make you energy independent? Well, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Mr. Bessos would, would, Mr. Bessos would like that very much. So that's our power. And then as far as the control, I know you have these great distribution warehouses and there's a lot going on there and I can't begin to imagine the logistical nightmare the logistical knowledge that it takes to to manage that and even with a large team I'm sure there's many many inefficiencies that either you cannot solve or you're unaware of and I happen to have a man who is the foremost expert who's a visionary on solving these kind of system problems, especially when it comes to electrical systems. So he can work, I can put him on your logistical team, your warehouse team, your sorting team, whatever you call it. And I can solve. And then he notices that she, she she's just a, uh, She's just kind of staring at him, and he—he he, James thinks like, "Wow, she's just maybe she's. She, it looks like she's just kind of staring right into his eyes, and he thinks that time's slowing down, and and he kind of stares at her, and he—he he, he, this is his thought is that this is like one of those slow motion, like she's eating up what he's saying, even though it's incredibly dull. I mean, anyone that's listening and is still awake is like, oh, Jesus." This is a podcast that's supposed to be boring, but it's assume. So she's just standing there. But from her side of the room, it is like he's like, wah, wah. And she's noticing she's getting a little lightheaded, but not in a dreamy, attractive way. Even though she, I'll be honest, I, I, you know, as the sometimes omniscient narrator, she's she's got some feelings for James. I mean, he's a sharp-dressed man. And his confidence, whatever, she she likes him. But she's not about to risk whoever she is 
just for this guy that just walked into the room. She's a powerful woman, and she she wants to do her job well first and foremost. So whatever's going on with her, she's kind of and she's kind of listening, and he kind of goes wah wah wah, and then she kind of hears this thing like Mr. Ibex is a bad man, and she she's like man I'm not. Whew. Ugh. And she's like wondering if that's like her subconscious kind of creeping up. And she says, uh, Mr. Ibex is a bad man. And James still in the zone. So he's just kind of talking about what he was just talking about. And she's like, I am. She said, Mr. You know, he's a very bad man. He's, he's not so, Mr. Ibex is not who he says he is. And she's still like, man. Maybe I should call her into that. She's like, yeah, you're not who you say you are, are you, Mr. Ibex? And he goes, whoa, 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 what? Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I told you I'm, Mr. Ibex is like my business name, but my friends call me James Cash. James Cash. So that's why I told you call me James or call me Cash. So, yeah, it's kind of confusing. I get it. Like you're. I have a work name and I have a fun name. I'm sorry. You're just Miss Pesos. I'd like to know another name for you, but that's all. He's a fraud. He's a dead man. She's like, what? What? Are you a fraud or dead? She said she's starting to feel like drunk almost. Like He's like, "What what are you talking about? No. No. And then James sees out of the corner of eye that he's like, wait a second, I don't remember opening my briefcase. And then he sees this fact that his lunchbox is open. And he's like, what the? Oh, no. Like, did she, like, get a hold of some of the slush? He knows something's wrong. And then from Miss Bessler, she's like, he's on a terrible mission. He's working with evil men. Are you you working with evil? Are you... You on some sort of evil mission? And he's like, no, no, what? And then suddenly she's like, she's like, she's she's even she comes even more tranced out. She's like, what the hell? What does Hans Simicor Ballet want with hell? And she, he's like, whoa, whoa, what? He stands up, and he stands up, and then right when he stands up, he notices because the lights lady lit. Light is slightly different, that he sees little footprints going from the lunchbox, little wet footprints around to her side of the desk. And he jumps up, and he walks around a little bit, and he notices there's a little devil right on the back of Miss Bessos with its tail poking, its tail's like poked in the back of her neck, and it must be some kind of, doing some kind of brain control. And then it sees James and it hops off, sprints across the table, dives into the thing, grabs its pitchfork, and then rolls. And it's just a little guy. It's probably like two and a half feet tall. And then James is like trying to dodge it. And it's like they're going. James runs around the table and then the devil jumps to the other side. And meanwhile, Miss Bessus is just in this trance the whole time. The little devil holds up its pitchfork. And he's like, there's a bounty on your heads. I'm taking you back with me. And James is like, you're not taking us anywhere. You're, you're, you're like two and a half feet tall. And the devil's like, because eh, you know what this bitch fork can do. And James is like, well, I looked it up. It's actually a Biden. 
why don't you, you you should know that you're in hell like i know it's a biden i was using it as a a term that you would recognize i have ah and he jumps forward and james like does one of those things where he pushes a chair in the way and runs around the other side of the table but the devil is keeping him away from his briefcase so james keeps trying to fake his way around gets the briefcase devil wants to know what joe what gorbelly's up to and he's like we don't know what gorbelly's up to well you're gonna find out you're gonna tell him and no no wh- why we no we're, we're just here we're just here we're just here we know what we know who you are ibex i mean kind of we have a general idea we don't know specifically you're some sort of 1900s power player or some robber bear or something we're on to you almost devil's gonna get you we're going to bring you in for questioning. I'm going to bring you in, and then I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to poke you. I'm going to poke you good. Well, well, well yeah, but you, how do you, how do you get to find out? You're going you're gonna to get me, you little two and a half. That's right. That's right, you punk. I'm going to get you. I'm going to be a little devil. But they don't put little devils in zone three of hell for nothing. I've been poking gluttons like you my whole life. That's been a long time. All right. Ever since, well, let's not get into it. I'm going to get you, and I'm going to go get your little buddy, your fat buddy, this round cheeks. You ran down my friend Bernie, you son of a mother. Uh, James is trying to fake him out. He's like, well, well, you can't. If you take me back, you'll never know what's going on with Gorbelly because we don't know Gorbelly's plans. So, you got nothing, man. You got nothing. I'm holding all the cards. I'm holding the pitchfork of the Biden. All right? And who's this lady? I saw you looking at this lady earlier. Huh? So, uh, how about this? And then the devil jumps back on her. No, you leave her alone. He's like, ah. And he's like doing perverted devil stuff. Like licking her elbow and looking her over. And he's got that devil face with the little devil beard. He's like, oh, I like, I like her. You like her? You, you need to leave her alone. Meanwhile, James is slowly trying to work his way back towards the, towards the, uh, towards the briefcase, and the devil's like, ah, all right, now we got a bargain to strike. I'm gonna take her, I'm gonna open up a little rift to hell in her ear hole. So he takes his devil stick and. The, the back end of it, he does a little circle, like puts in her ear, like an ear cleaner, and all of a sudden here, and flames coming out her ear. It's like, I'm going to crawl in here and pull her, pull her back into hell. And the uh, hand comes out, and he's poking the hand. Ah, damn, I opened in the wrong place. But anyway, I'm going to pull her in, and we'll just wait for you now for all the answers, buddy. So I'm going to, then he puts his legs in the hole. And then he's like, see? Look, and he's holding on to the inside of her ear. It's a really disturbing thing. Like, like it's her normal ear hole, but he's crawling through it like it's rubber, and it's going to another dimension. And then right then, James grabs the horn of Jethro, and the devil's about halfway through, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get her. I'm going to take her. And James reaches the horn of Jericho, grabs it, blasts it. It sends a super-powered signal. The front half of the devil just vaporizes and explodes into a little dust. And James dives, grabs the devil's pitchfork out of its hand as it's vaporizing, throws it back in the basket. And meanwhile, 
Miss Bessos is still there, kind of in this catatonic state. James packs up back up his briefcase. He notices that the you could see the rift of hell in her ear, but it's at least it's like healed a little bit so that you have to look like right in her ear and you got to kind of stand in your tippy toes. But if you do, you could see right into hell. And right now it's just like swirling flames. And if you put your ear to it, you can out hear like little souls going, eh, you know, souls in hell. Hell sounds. Other than that, James is like, okay, it's probably not good. But we're going to keep an eye on that one. And then he just grabs her. He's like, hey, 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 Miss Bessos, Miss Bessos, Miss Bessos. He pats her back, pats her back. And she's like, whoa, whoa, what? What happened? What happened? And he just starts shaking her hand. And she's like, oh, okay. Whoa, I'm sorry. I'm, I was overcome there. I'm, I'm not feeling so well. He goes, well, what? so you seem like you liked everything I proposed. And you said, we're going to meet with uh, Jeffrey, as you said. So uh, it seems like you're the one in control of the situation. You know, I trust your judgment on all these issues as you brought them up. I will definitely let you take the lead. I understand the changes you want us to make. And we're all for it. Let me just go meet with my partners and we can move forward on this issue. And, man, I'm really impressed with I'm really impressed with you. And I'm sorry if I seemed like I was taking things lightly. I, I wasn't. And I'd love to just spend more time with you. I'm purely, I'd love to just spend a little more time with you and getting to know if, if you want to talk about the, anything off the record. But I understand this is a business situation. So feel free, you cont- contact me on your time when we're not on Amazon time. This really seems like a bold, bold way to go when we're combining our ideas here. So, and she's like, okay, okay, well, just draw everything up in a proposal. You know, I'd like to have everything in writing before we go in to meet with Mr. Bessos. Get that to me by the uh, end this evening, if that's at all possible. And we'll go from there. And, and yeah, I'll think about, but I, I, I just need a minute. It's, it's meetings drain me. So she shakes his hand and James leaves and. He's kind of whistling Dixie, and he goes down the elevator, and he goes to leave. And the security guard's like, oh, Mr. Ibex, one second. You know, I, got, I got a call from upstairs from Miss Bessos wants to speak to you. James picks up the phone and Miss Bessos, you know, uh, Cash, I, something happened to me in that meeting, and, and, and I, I just need to talk. I'm not sure. Something doesn't feel right, and, and usually I'm, I, I'm embarrassed I'd rather not talk about it at work, but I, I'm not sure what happened to me. So if we could sit down and have coffee at some point and, and talk about it, you know, that'd be great. And James is like, well, we, yeah, sure. Maybe we can meet at the uh, at the spot. Why don't you come by my hotel? I, I don't even have a car. I had stolen Fred's car that time we ran into each other. But if we could have coffee and then decide maybe we could take a trip out to the Whale Rock or whatever you want to call it. Okay, James, I'll be in touch. So James goes down, calls a cab, and starts to head back to the hotel, and then he realizes maybe he should kill some more time. Meanwhile, back at the hotel, well, we don't need to go back to the hotel. So things look good for James. Maybe he's got some little romance. And then back at the hotel, oof, we've got a dual discovery. You've uh, internet porn for R.W. Sears, and I'm not sure that... My analysis is, I'm not sure what exposure to porn he's even had. So, for someone that's never had an exposure to the internet, and 
to maybe not even DVD, I mean, definitely not DVD or VHS porn. This has got to be, maybe not even stag films. I'm not sure he was, what year he died. So, who knows? I mean, his mind, his brain is probably melting out his ears. And then for Freddie Sprague, a person that had a fetish for plants to be watching hours and hours of home and home home and gardening tv or whatever channel it's on Ooh, buddy i do not want to go in that hotel room uh but they're for gentlemen so i'm sure they're keeping it above board so that's where we're gonna leave off tonight again i apologize for screwing up the rss feed and i hope you get a good night's sleep thank you for listening